in the studio, I have Wellington directors David Stubbs and Thomas Robbins, who have won an Emmy for their interactive TV show Reservoir Hill, where the audience directed what would happen next. And now they've just recently launched Road Trip, an interactive part drama, part doco series on stuff, in which two heroes take a bottom-to-top roadie, and along the way they meet unique Kiwis who were crowdsourced. Started watching a bit of this today. This takes things to a whole new level for the viewer. So welcome to two incredibly innovative and hard-working Wellingtonians, David and Thomas. Welcome to B-Side Stories. Hello, Laurie. Oh, that's so much better. Can you make me deeper? <laughs> deeper. Uh, they didn't put they didn't put that in the manual, oh, David. Okay. okay, so can you just give us a really brief background on both of your histories, how you came to be in film, David? What about starting with you? Uh, yeah, well, I, I've, I've been in the film, film industry for thirty years. Wow! And I literally started at the bottom, so I was started <laughs> as a runner, which meant driving the vans, making, making cups of tea. Um, doing the job of a slave, pretty much, because that was how I was. Well, I was told that was the way to get into the business: to start at the bottom and find out what you like. And then I moved from freelancing as a runner into editing, and right? Then, and then over time, from editing into directing and and producing. And then when Thomas and I, I was, I was doing commercials, mainly TV commercials. Right. And then when Thomas and I hooked up, we moved into um, I moved into television drama and interactive transmedia drama, and and now theatrical sort of feature stuff as well. Wow. There's some big words in there which we're going to bite off later. Thomas, what about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a, um, a sort of slightly different um, foray into it, really. I, I kind of went to university. I was in Dunedin, right. um, best place to go to university. Yes, and definitely. Kind of bumbled around and wasn't quite sure what I did. And then I ended up doing a, a multitude of different jobs from being an orderly to you know working at Echo Records down there, which was you know, a really cool place to work. And There are stories there alone, really. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Alan Hall Theatre down there. And, I, and my first thing was doing a bit of theatre. And then I soon realised that you know going on stage and on theatre was just too nerve-wracking and made oh, yeah. me feel nauseous and ill and... <laughs> Um, and I ended up uh, kind of deciding, but I knew that I wanted to get into that kind of world. And I, um, my first work was with uh, Taylor Maid and uh, Ian Taylor for oh. all the older folks out there and remember him from Spot On. Right. And uh, now Ian, um, he has animation research down there. So he right. gave me an, a kind of an intern camera thing, camera jo- trainee job, and which I was terrible at. And then <laughs> kind of moved into directing and writing my own stuff and you, you missed out you missed out the television presenting part of your life yeah and the radio djing yeah. we yeah, wanted to hear yeah, about yeah, that yeah, too yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah then i then <laughs> and i and and i was there and i and um and i did and i remember f- photocopying something and ian was in his office and he celebrated i came celebrating because he got funding from new zealand on air Yay, for new zealand an on innovative air. New, new um show with a computer-generated character and he um, poked his head out the door and I was the only one there and he said, what are you doing? And I went, I'm photocopying his head, why don't you be the host of this new show oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> called Squirt where you can, uh, you'll be the co-host with a penguin. And, um, that's kind of, you that know, was it you. was all by, by fluke and not great talent that I got these um, kind of roles. And um, so it was acting first and then kind of moved right. to... Uh, the directing back, yeah, and the, writing, and then moved to Wellington and met David, and we created 
this beast. So that was one question because I think it's all very well to have a business in the industry that you are, but also to commit together is a good, good, you know, question. What is it about each other that you you felt there was a com- compatibility there? Um, well, you, you don't know until you try, and mm. the, the thing about any kind of production is that you it's like going to war a little bit. You know, you have your you need to trust each other and rely on it. you do rely on each other and, and you've got a mission and if at the end of it you've got to where you want to get to and it's successful and you still don't hate each other, then I think that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, personally, for me, the good thing about working with Thomas is that when I feel um, lacking energy or lacking ideas, he's often quite up and has, has stuff. Right. You know, I th- and I think maybe it's the opposite as well. We sort of balance each other out, keep each other, totally. keep each other going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, and good. I, um, and, and I can be reined in sometimes when it all, you know... When I can't see in the wood for the trees a little bit, you know, David's good there to kind of keep us going. So yeah, he's he's absolutely right. It's um, it's that sort of slight op. You know, we're we're quite we are different people, but we kind of manage to um, keep it together. Really, that balance sounds like a good thing. Yeah. So then, what about reservoir, reservoir Hill? Was that the start of the inter- interactive media light bulb phase? Yeah, it was, and oh. and that was the kind of the thing that create that actually created KHF Media, our, our company. Right. Was we knew that um, New Zealand on air um, were after a kind of innovative storytelling, and we um, threw around some ideas and and came up with a story and uh, and a way of telling that story. We wanted the one of the big things we wanted with that was your ability as a viewer, in this case a kind of a teenage audience, to feel like you were kind of a mate and you could genuinely be a friend of the lead right. um, character in it. So that's where that kind of came about. Um, and then everything, our company was kind of created from that really. Right. So is that a bit of a first for New Zealand, that that style? I mean I remember when my friend was telling me about it, I was scratching my head trying to get my head around that. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a first for New Zealand and also in many ways a, f- one, a first for the world. So wow. it was an emerging idea, this idea that there could be content on the web that was not only the same quality as television content, but right. that you could interact with it because of the technology, the, the platform options that were that it allowed you, you know. So, um, so I guess we were one of the first in that area, Fantastic. Uh, and you know, hence it was well received overseas and awarded overseas as well. Right, so. right. So there's a couple of things there. So just with the awards, did you have any idea that you were in line for that? Uh, no, I think um, what happened was I think uh, the people because it was on a TVNZ platform. Um, I think. Those guys within TVNZ said, "Hey, you should um, enter the digital Emmys." Right. We, uh, I didn't know about the digital Emmys, um, and we were like, "Okay, cool." So that that was kind of their um, suggestion that we did, and um, so we did. So, yeah. are you guys proud of that? That's a pretty amazing thing to happen. Is it the first Emmy from Wellington? From uh, it's, it's one of the. I think it's one of the first Emmys, first international Emmy, international, right. international Emmy for a New Zealand production. <laughs> yeah, but there are New, New Zealanders have won Emmys before, but not right. a New Zealand production for company a production. for a New Zealand production. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. And um, I, you should have bought some champagne, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you should have supplied some, Mario. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because it, it was you know it's a few years ago now, yeah. and um, but it's still it's, it's still a, kind of a thing that um, uh, you know. 
to be honest, was was huge. And at the time, we never. Um, I mean, we just being there was cool, you know. Mm, and mm. when they called it out, David and I were, you know, shocked and literally, I know, you know, it's the, the, the cliche. Wow, this is such a surprise, but it really was for us. Yeah. And, um, and I think it will obviously, I think, will be one of the highlights um, of our careers, you know, definitely. But, yeah, for sure. Definitely have to have a moment on that. And so now Sweden has taken, uh, excuse my language, but taken an adaptation of Re- Reservoir Hill? Yeah, so the, the Swedish um, production company and the Swedish broadcaster really liked the show. And so they pretty much remade it almost exactly like the way we wrote it, and they've even cast similar kind of looking characters. Right. Uh, of course, they all speak in Swedish, and they're slightly more attractive than, than us. <laughs> they and, couldn't be in Blonda. <laughs> uh, beautiful locations, but yes, we, we, when we saw the Swedish version, uh, we were quite stunned because uh, they they were quite faithful to what we set out to right. do, and it looked, it looked great. And um, but they hadn't changed a lot from what we did, right, you know. Right, so. right. That's a, that's another big compliment, really, isn't it? It was a, it was a very yeah. surreal moment for us to sit and watch almost shot for shot right. this oh, wow. show that we made a year or two before, but this time with you know blonde Swedish bombshells. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you know, it was weird, yeah, but cool. Yeah. Well done. So, just with my. Uh, organiser hat on that sounds like a logistical nightmare to me like trying to put a show together that your audience is telling you what to do obviously you must have got systems around that but I mean there were some logistics that you would have had to have overcome from traditional TV filming right? Yeah it was It was a bit like the, the example we always use is the 48 hour film festival where people go right. out and make, and make a film every you know full, a full film in 48 hours it was a bit like doing that every week <laughs> But with the television network involved as well, who were you know had their input, so it was kind of, it was no, kind of like that. No pressure. Yeah, exactly. No pressure. We, I'm surprised we got through it, and we didn't. We did a second series as well, so yeah. we, which had even more interactive components. So we um, were a gluttonous of punishment, I think. I think I think you might be. Now I've got. But just before we go on to the next bit, David, um, I do have to bring up that we are both from Wainuio Mata. And well, the girls are smarter. The girls are smarter. Yeah, you yeah. are so correct there. Um, but when I was a young lass, we used to play on Reservoir Hill. Yes. Is this where the name for Reservoir Hill came from? No, no, I can't take credit for that. The, oh. the, the television, the television <laughs> network called, uh, said just Reservoir Hill, but yeah, there was a Reservoir Hill there in Wanyamata. The, the yeah, res- yeah, and lots yeah. of weird and wonderful things used to happen in the bush up there. Many people were conceived up in that bush. <laughs> That's why I knew your mother right, right there. I'm blushing. That didn't happen in you my too. world. Yes, no, but yeah, yeah, that's right. There was the reservoir on the hill, and and uh, it was called Reservoir Hill. That's but, right. wow. but we didn't quite get the the TV show from that. So then, with the the new um, version, Road Trip, was that spawned from the idea, the good things that came out of Reservoir Hill? Uh, yeah, I, I guess we liked um, we liked the ability to involve an audience as much as we can. And um, <laughs> you're addicted now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it was cool because there'd been sort of there had been you know pick a path kind of things. But we, as David, I think touched on before, we we liked the idea that you, you know, a lot of people think online and they think cheap, but the right. reality is that um, online 
for us we needed the same production values and we wanted it's all shot in mm. HD and we want it to look beautiful at David Paul the DOP who filmed Reservoir Hill right. he was nominated for a uh, for a DO, for his DOP um, work on it you know right. so that kind of shows what we were aiming for um, and we just like the idea of of interacting but we wanted to casting it a bit wider to all of New Zealand and to communities and target communities right. in this one. So for us it was about, and we both really love uh, road movies, so we kind of wanted to blend. Um, was there some good buy pork pie original feel in there? There was, a, there was well, we, we, the, we, got, we had an equally cool car. <laughs> we had a, um, a, a Toyota Astina um, which is for sale which on trade, sale on trade right? actually. Yeah. So if you see that, you know you should check it out because that's a famous car. Yeah. Um, but but the the only difference with, with well one of the differences with this is that we wanted to blend documentary and drama right. together, mm. and that was always a, a kind of a concept that was hard for people to grasp. And and I, I think we kind of we knew ourselves that it was going to work, but right, we just had to yeah. convince people. So we had these two characters who had like a traditional road movie journey of a you know story between them falling out falling in love arguing all that kind of stuff um but on the way they stopped and met real people Mm -hmm. and talked to them and that's when it became a documentary but they were in character so it sort of felt like it worked quite seamlessly that and people bought it that these two characters were meeting real people and uh it was a bit of a experiment bit of a risk but it kind of it seemed to work, you know, and, you know, we're proud of how it turned out. Yeah, definitely. So, and just going back to logistics a little bit, now you crowdsourced, so the two main characters were, were cast in their roles, but you crowdsourced the people, the, the Kiwis that they met along the way. Is that how that went? Yeah, yeah. So we did a pilot episode, like an episode that set up right. the whole right. the whole. Uh, the whole pretext for everything, and so the, so then this pilot was launched, and that then asked the audience for ideas. You know, where should where these characters visit? Who shall they meet? Uh, and that was launched on stuff, and that and the stories right. came in that way. Yeah. So, a kind of. I mean, some of us uh, city folk are probably a little more, more exhibitionist, or, or up, but I can't imagine a lot of provincial New Zealand being up for being part of this. What was the response? To that. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was hard, and we got a lot of you know we got a lot of um, communities going, hey, come and check out our right. big carrot statue or our, <laughs> you know our big trout, or and it was a bit of a push for the communities and what we were and what we wanted were people, yeah, interesting people who had great stories, um, but we did get there, and yeah. um, you, you know there were there were people who were who, there were stories that were put up by friends of people, right. Um, and then we had a bit of convincing to do on those people. But, you know, I think we got a kind of a, a really nice cross-section of Kiwis, uh, you know, with different stories to tell, you know. I like the Buddhist cyclist. What's yeah. your favourite, David? Uh, my, who's my favourite? Uh, my favourite was one of the first um, people they met, which was the couple in Invercargill oh, who right, got yep. married after their first date. <laughs> yeah. just, just because there was – I mean, everyone was pretty – pretty much everyone was hard case, I think, and yeah. they, but they, they were one of the most hard case – and uh, almost unbelievable story. In fact, I'm still not even sure it's true. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> They're still together with children. So. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not true. Yeah. No. <laughs> what about you, Thomas? Uh, well, I found the Haddad brothers who were in uh, Otrahonga who right, have this yep. um, great, shop. great shop there. Th- those guys are real characters. And there were just beautiful moments too when we went and, and we, we were 
the crew we were very lucky. Not we all realised that we drove from Bluff to Cape Reinga, and as we were reaching kind of the lighthouse, I think there were a lot of us, the crew who who had never done this before, and realised that not many Kiwis have probably actually done that full journey from no. bottom to top. So that was pretty special. Um, to do it, and it, it was quite cool. To, so, did you film you know, it all in one go, or, or was it sequence? We shot the pilot, right. and then we waited for stories to yep. come in, and then we went on a road trip from, and we went all the way back down to Bluff again, and wow, then we drove in the uh, mighty um, claret flavored Astina uh, on, on, uh, on Trade Me. Trade Me right now. <laughs> you should check it out. 1992. Uh, it's a bargain. Send and, me the um, link. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, genuinely, it's, we were all a bit sad to have to sell that car because it, it was. A, we bought it in Balclutha and it took us all the way up to Cape Reinga and didn't skip a beat. One flat tyre, I think, and that was the, all the drama we had. That's, you know. that's a legend. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I don't know about you, but to me that sounds more exciting than winning the Emmys, actually. If someone said to me, would you like to do a roadie from Bluff to Cape Reinga or win the Emmy, I think I might take the road trip. Well, it all depends <laughs> on who you're travelling with, I suppose. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. Black hat, David. Nice. So response-wise, how have Kiwis responded to to road trip? Um, well, that's it's uh, from stuff you know yes. by response you kind of like television and 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 online is quite different you know because you talk about streaming numbers and yes. because your show is up on a platform it sits there so the numbers are still growing mm. um, but we, they they were really really pleased um, stuff were and and the numbers that we saw and I think New Zealand on air our lovely backers were. Um, pleased with the numbers Great. as far as other you know digital projects and how we've kind of placed there so um and i know the the re, the reaction that we got from us to us was really good um so i think it was i think it was really really good you know and um but you know p- people generally say nice stuff to you when you make a project you know yeah totally but but i think overall it felt good it felt really good you know had a nice feel well, I'm going to be honest, I'm up to, uh, is it four or five? Oh, no, I got to Ōtaki, so I am cycling home really quickly tonight to get the other three in because once I started watching. Great, that's good. And that's hear. not being nice to you on No, no, that's, <laughs> that's good. So this is all pretty new for, you know, and maybe it's because of our age and what have you, but being able to almost have the viewer create what's happening in, in these TV programs is quite an amazing thing. What do you think is next? What do we need to be aware of? Or how is it going to change the face of TV as we know it? Well, you know, traditional scriptwriters frown upon what we're doing. Well, I bet. I remember one, you know, TV executive or something who who wasn't there anymore wasn't there it was you know since when do we let the viewer tell us how to write a story you know um so uh, that that part was different um where to next well i i, I think our philosophy has always been that the um is always being careful with projects that we that you don't right. let the technology and the interaction get way of a good story and yeah. story nice. comes first and foremost for us and um and and there's always that risk of just putting so many bells and whistles on something that that you lose what the the project is, right, yep, you know. Yep. And uh, so we've always tried to keep it simple with Bruce Hill. Text your friend to give her advice, you know. Yeah. Road trip, um, you know, give us a story that our team should come and see. So I don't know. I, I know things do get more and more complicated, and maybe we're getting old, but um, 
the future of it is uh, pretty hard. So I didn't answer your question at all, did I? No. <laughs> yeah, so. no, I mean, no, no one knows what the future is. The future might be to go backwards a little bit, you know, I suspect, yeah, you know. Yeah. I think I think that now that people can watch television and also get additional information on another screen if mm. they watch television, uh, how can you have more? How can you have time and attention span and, and to do any more than that? I don't I don't think you can. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a very interesting concept. I know my daughter can sit there happily with the phone and the TV, you know, and I'm trying to get her to focus, but. Um, still quite exciting times though I think and, and especially being the forerunners in this area well there are a lot of people doing it and I, you know as much as we'd like to think we're leading the charge we know there are a lot of really cool um, other companies um, around who are doing um, interesting things you know right, guys up yeah. in Auckland are doing some amazing things and um and it's 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 great that there are a whole bunch of people doing it and 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 we kind of starting to connect more with these people you know, to find out what they're doing, and everyone's kind of in it for the for the same reason. You know, to yep. um, tell good stories through new ways and new means. I guess. Nice. So, for you both personally, do you feel like it's a pretty high risk, high pressure business that you're in? But what is it about what you do that you love? Uh, well, um, yeah, I, I, I love uh, working with good people yes. and that's one of the things about the film industry is that we get to work on exciting projects and go on like I said missions almost mm. with good people you mm. know so it's a great it's a great way to, to live a life you know you, you're on little adventures all the time um, enjoy I enjoy telling stories I enjoy mo- moving people you know when, when you right. get the tingle yes. on the back of your neck yes. you know the hairs <laughs> up on your arms enjoy I enjoy when I can make that happen yeah uh, how about you Thomas yeah, similar. I mean, a good, the story, a good story, um, knowing that people are, you know, wanting to cycle home and watch, you know, something that we've made and enjoy it. And like, that's, that's cool to us, you know. Um, and uh, it's it's not an easy game because when things are great, you know, you feel bulletproof. And yep. uh, there are days that I've come to work uh, on the bus thinking, well, we're, we're so good at this. And then, you know, you'll get a, a proposal turned down and you wonder why you're doing this, you know. <laughs> but um, we love we love the rush of it, I think. And, and we certainly wouldn't. I wouldn't. There's nothing else I can think of that I would rather do. So, you know, that's pretty cool for, for me. Nice. And... David, you said you were working on a film that's about to come out. Can we know a little bit about that? Oh yeah, well, I mean, all I can say is so this is a film that Thomas and I are producing, and it's, it's, right. a, uh, it's a one year martyr story. Yes, a- and and so it's it's kind of a, a part drama, part documentary about the the two thousand and seven um, uh, exorcism mm. incident in Wanyamata where a young lady was killed accidentally by her family. So it's kind of a, trying to help understand what happened there. Uh, because it's a story that no one really understands, no. and I think. Yeah, you're very brave to tell it. Yeah, well, it's been a real interesting uh, exercise in all, ki- in all kinds of ways, and I think yeah, everyone involved in the project has been very brave. Um, mm. But um, I'm very hopeful that the end result will be worthy of the risk. 